Navy, Navy Crockett, Mingo's the worst of fun. Welcome to All Geek No Chic. Hey guys. Welcome. I'm Tim. Oh, I'm John. I'm Giles. There we go. And this is No Geek All Chic. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wish. We got that the right way around. Oh yeah. So, uh, on to one of our weekly segments. Idiot of the Week. It's your turn, Giles. Who do you nominate? I've nominated Bill Oddy. Why? A, because he's a f- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There doesn't really need any more reasons. And if I'm honest, there isn't. But, um, <laughs> it's just a dislike of him, really. Yeah. I watched uh, some sort of spring watch, pre-watch, sort of... Uh, spring watch, pre-watch? Spring watch is big mouth or something like that, I don't know what you call it, but it's, it's not quite spring watch, but he's getting ready for spring watch. Winter watch? Nothing very good. Almost spring watch? Amish watch, what? <laughs> 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 Sitting there watching a load of it, Amish. It's people. a mix between spring watch and the film Witness. You've not seen the film Witness, have you? Have I ever seen film? That'll be the Wicker Man, though, basically. No, no, Witness. Um, Harrison, there's a murder in an Amish village, and Harrison Ford's this cop that's got to go in and start a good film. So, yeah. anything we shouldn't m- mention about Bill Oddie, given that he's now our idiot of the week? He's a retard. <laughs> Didn't he come from somewhere? He was on some good things? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure of anyone. He was on some kind of comedy. Should have researched it. The, the most creepy thing I've ever seen from Bill It was on that, I think it might have been Autumn Watch or Spring Watch, one of the watch one, and there was like a night watch thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that was And classic. I wandered into your room to talk to you for, for something at like half midnight or one in the morning or something. And there he was on Giles' TV, in his pyjamas, in bed, talking to a fluffy badger. <laughs> right? So creepy. <laughs> That's so pretty freaky. He wasn't even mentioning what was going on in the Spring Watch yeah. program. But then he was like looking at some chicks hatching or something. Him snoring and like... <laughs> he had one of those old-fashioned hats on as well, like with the little thing. Oh, right, yeah, like the old sleeping caps. Yeah. 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 Was, I don't know why I was watching that before. <laughs> it was better than those rubbish uh, quiz panels. But yeah. Um, I see, don't know about that. Did yeah, you see... Um, what was it? Was it um, I'm sure I repeated that time. What's with the quiz channels? That should be our next segment next week. Yeah, he has been on that. He's just annoying. He was annoying. I swear he used to be in a band or something. Yeah, that's what my dad said once. I think the the, the comedy people, I think it might be the reason why not, released a single at one point. Yeah. So he did that. Yeah. So, why? Anything Bilotti's done recently? He was on the Jamie Oliver show, which was gay and on itself. And Jamie Oliver would be elected for (laughs) the week. Well, that would be this Turkish girl on the poker channel, but that's completely different. <laughs> um, yeah, it was some Jamie Oliver show about chickens. He was on it, <coughs> lecturing us about why we shouldn't eat chickens. <coughs> we should just eat pigs, and now Jewish people are evil. But another subject. <laughs> TV last week, right? And uh, this episode, this uh, advert came up um, that made me really think. It's for temper mattresses. You've ever seen that advert? Yeah, many times. The spongy uh, mattress. They look quite comfy. They look comfy, yeah. 
Um, Those are the ones that sit up as well. No. Can you get ones that sit up? I don't know. I they want the temper mattress that sits up. You might be able to put a temper mattress on a city every day. Maybe. But I mean, I was just, it was just the advert for the mattresses. I think the mattress is part of the. Uh, well, go on in there. But the bed's a different sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is different. Yeah, I was watching this mattress and. Uh, this mattress? This advert. And, uh, we were just watching a mattress, seeing what it would do. <laughs> yeah, for the any, any minute it's going to flip itself over and do a funky dance. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. But no, he didn't do that, unfortunately. You wouldn't sleep on that mattress again. <laughs> no. Did you imagine that? Well, wake up. Why is there a mattress in front of you? <laughs> no, but this, in this advert, it went on to say like it was developed by NASA for the space program, or for NASA, or something to do with NASA. And it made me wonder, do astronauts actually need mattresses? When they're at home, yes. But, I mean, what's that got to do with NASA? Maybe. Clearly they don't need them in space, because you're fairly floaty. Yeah, you can't tie themselves to a wall. I thought, I thought that the space station, What? Oh, it spins around. I thought that generated the gravity. That's deep space. No, it's not deep space. It's in 2001. It's 2001, Space Odyssey. Don't they have and it? Babylon 5, I think, spin. Space station doesn't spin. I don't think the actual okay. British ones do. Okay. They've not bothered. <laughs> so, they're fairly floaty. But, maybe, I've just been thinking about this, right, like, as we're speaking, on the way up, they sit in those chairs, get blasted, maybe they want a comfy rider. <laughs> so it could be the same material that's made in those chairs, or, in order that their astronauts don't have back foams before they go up, they gave them these beds at home. So, don't have any sore spots, because that'll just really hurt on the way up. Have a comfy mattress. Could be. They're my theories. It just seems, it seems strange to me. Like, so many things are branded, like developed for NASA or developed for the space program. But people that. Or by. I don't know, either way. There's a different. There significant difference. difference. But in marketing terms, as long as it's got the NASA badge on it, people go, ooh, NASA, that must be good. But how often do you use pens that you wipe with on the ceiling? Or underwater. Why do you that use pens? me. How the hell can you write underwater? Because surely the paper would be wrong because you need to write it. Maybe you're writing on something else. I'm presuming it's not washable ink, however. <laughs> yeah. I think it would only be pointless if you're like a diver or something, you know, recording fish species and stuff like that. Yeah. You can get pens that record underwater, like laminated things, but without being washable. Because um, I've seen them do it on like diving shows and stuff. Yeah, that's a specific case of uh, everyday market characterization. It's for NASA. Oh, there was that old pen advert where they shot, they went, this pen is so strong it could go through a tin can. And did it? Why would you want a pen that can go through a tin can? You suddenly you're going, oh, that's a bit messy, and using it as a litter picker wrapper. I mean, <laughs> tied to the bottom of uh, like a huge pole and wandering around the park. Like, yeah. There have been quite a few films where people have been killed with pens or biros or some sort of thing, so maybe you can double it as well. I think it's some sort of Jet Lee one as well. Yeah, but you know, with a normal pen, you don't need it with a. You don't need it to be able to go through a tin can to be able to do that. It seems a lot weaker. If you want it right for the skull. Well, I'm sure you go for the neck. Yeah, yeah. Go for the... Yeah, I'd, I'd go for their eye, wouldn't I? Or the throat. Maybe part of the neck. Yeah. There instead of there. That would be helpful for our listeners about taking <laughs> there instead of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sounds to me like everyone's talking about this slightly too much. Killing people with pens? Yeah. No, we just think quickly. Facebook group, which you can get to by doing a search for All Geek No Chic on Facebook, I imagine. I'm not sure of it. I might be right here. But we're on there somewhere. 
on the wonderful world of Facebook. On our Facebook group, we have finally had a request from a fan. This was the first one we got, and it's from a Mr. Hugh of East Sussex. <laughs> we should do a funny voice for reading it out. Mr. Hugh <laughs> wants to know... I can't remember what, exactly what he wrote. Point I just knew the basic thing. Be a point of view. Why are you reading my thing in such a funny voice? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that wouldn't... I want to send it in, but I bet it wouldn't get there. Um, Mr. Hugh would like to know what we, as a group, think the best British comedy is. Good question. I think... There's a lot of fine ones. We should go back to the heyday of British comedy. So, the, I 80s? know which one... <laughs> I, I know, know which time it was. I know roughly what, what, what went like I know which one's my favourite, but I don't think it's going to be mentioned for me too. What do you think? Uh, it's like heyday. What we kind of thing are you thinking? I'm thinking along the lines of... The good Life, that's a good show. Um, good Life? What was it? I'm thinking of The Simple Life or something. Simple yes. Life. Richard Bryars. That wasn't comedy. Oh, what's The Good Life? Hmm. The Good Life was where this couple do everything like they have their own... Grow all their own vegetables in the garden. And That's what I was thinking. I thought it was called The Simple Life. Well. The Good Life. Oh, yeah. The one with the flower and the, the petals. Yeah, yeah. 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 That is a good one. Not the best. Um, There's the one that everyone else seems to love that I don't find that amusing. The Only Fool. I think I find like, that I quite like it, but I, it's good, I wouldn't say it's my favourite. Yeah. Um, Anyone Army. over 50 would tell you it's favourite. Dad's yeah. Army. Dad's That's Army is classic. pushing close. Yeah, it's good. climbing the charts. It's, it's up there. It's up there. Still not my favourite, is it yours? I'm not sure. Charles? Not my favourite. Charles, do you know what your favourite is? It's hard <coughs> to say. I want to get everything up there because I'm probably not thinking anything. But I f- I'd like to say Blackadder's one of Blackadder should be up. Blackadder's definitely up there on mine. Still not the... Mine. I've bought the complete Blackadder. Your favourite? I would say so. Mine's one of those ones which usually gets forgotten until someone goes, what about this? And everyone's like, I love that! That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm going for Red Dwarf. Oh. I love it. I love that. <laughs> Red Dwarf is classic. Yeah, it is classic. It's in my top three, definitely. Longest yeah, running BBC Two comedy ever. Yeah. I'm told. Didn't they have a break for like a few years. Yeah. It? it took them like eleven years to make ten, uh, eight to make it. Um. So yeah, other great British comedies we've got going. We've got The Office. Yeah. Yeah, I never really watched The Office. I it was a few amusing. episodes, or like half an episode or something. I, I wasn't into it that much. On the same lines, you've got Peep Show as well. Peep Show's okay. That's English, isn't it? Much Peep Picker of Dibley's quite amusing. That's good. Yeah. I don't think it beats Red Dwarf in Father terms Ted. of how much I love. Father Ted. Oh, Father Ted is classic. That is a very good one. Always find the Um, I had something on the tip of my phone that I've forgotten now. Um, something else. <laughs> <laughs> Lost of the Summer Wine? No, it's, a, no it's, it's awful. It's a nice, easy Sunday no, afternoon. It's just not, eating the roast dinner it's not funny, it's not worth it. It's okay. I just have memories of watching it when I was younger. I, think that's I just remember these like. Nostalgic. What I think is quite evident here is the kind of generation we come from. We have been fairly more recent things, like probably Dad's Army. But we've not gone for a hello, hello, or. That's a sort of general behaviour, I don't like, um, a lot of those I prefer to what the modern British ones. Well, Red, uh, Red Dwarf is classic. You see Forty Towers. Forty Towers. That was yes. the one that was on the phone. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Red Dwarf might be about to be beaten by the Flying Circus. 
Monty Python. Is it a comedy show or a sketch show? Technically, it's a sketch show. Does that count? <coughs> I'd say you could put it in there. I never really saw that many of it. I've, I've seen like um, um, one of the American something. I've seen all of them. Yeah. Oh, the one we watched the other. Life of Brian. Life, no. Meaning of life. Know. Yeah, the meaning of life. That's sort of sketches, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Monty Python <coughs> is. Nah, I still think I laugh more at Red Dwarf, personally. So I think that's where my vote's gonna lie. I think I'm gonna go for Black Adder. Or Full Powers. Staying on the same lines as um, Ryan Atkinson, but Mr. Bean. Yeah. Mr. Bean is good. Mr. Bean is amazing, but it's. it's uh. Different sorts of things. Black Tips one. Yeah, I'm not going to that. We've also got Fimbley Line if you're going on. Oh, that, that actually was good. That was I good. remember that one. <clears throat> Charles, have you come up with a number one yet? Mm. I think we can disagree on this one because it's such a wide topic. It is, yeah. Uh, you can just give them a selection. I, I was thinking back then, isn't it? You could divide it into sub-points. Like if you want a sketch show. You can go for um, Flying Circus. Yeah. If you want <coughs> a sitcom, we've got Blackout and Red Dwarf. If you, and I, I want to mention this one. It's not up on the best comedies ever, but it does have a lot of funny jokes. Very quick, and it's all being made. Second series wasn't as good as the first, but Not Going Out, the Lee Max combined thing. What's Not Going Out? It's a sitcom they made. Um... Basically, it seems like, because these are guys that made a show called The Sketch Show, which was a bunch of, yeah, it was a sketch show, very funny. Um, and clearly they haven't quite got over the sketch show fame when they were writing the first series. So a lot of scenes where clearly the whole thing was just to get to the punchline, and then they moved on and forgot the whole thing. Which was a lot fun in the second series, but it's fun. Anyway, not going, it's it just more jokes in that than in a lot of that. You know, I want to put Red... Dwarf boards for things like the Gunman of the Apocalypse episode in the Western. Yeah. Um, the Polymorph, where, where he's, um, the big snake thing comes out and he gets frightened, and then he's looking for it, and then he finds a box of shorts and puts them on, but the box shrinks him. He's frightened, trying to get them off, and then <coughs> Rimmer walks in behind. There's laughter on the road there. Uh, and Rimmer just goes, Can I come back later? <laughs> Definitely the best sci fi comedy. Is there any other side? Oh, there's like Hyperdrive, isn't it? It's rubbish. Yeah, it's rubbish. Yes. I think general consensus is Blackadder and Red Dwarf. That's what we came up with. If you want a good British comedy, you can buy Blackadder. I got it the other day for 20 quid. The whole box set thing. It's very good. Red Dwarf, you can buy them individually with um, lots of bonus features. Or you can buy a Just the Show's box set. One and two, which has just the shows and all the extra features. Um, the box set one and two. The one is what series one, four, three, three, five, three. Go out there, find them. Or just look at UK TV Gold and pull by your PO. They probably will. Yes, there you go, Hugh. We came up with Red Dwarf and Black Adder. Did Hugh have an opinion? Or? He didn't give us one. Hugh, what do you think? Email Red Dwarf and Black Adder. He agrees with us. <laughs> We've all 
Also, as well as our Facebook thing, we received an email at our email address, allgeeknochic at gmail.com. Got to get them in there. Very important. Very happy with the response we had this week. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Thank you for replying. Well done. Keep it up. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, we had an email at allgeeknochic at gmail.com from a Miss Bethan of Keridigium. Her surname's not of Keridigium, she's just from Keridigium. No relation at all. Hey, Beth. She's my sister. What, what this makes Karadigan mean? It's the county. <laughs> I love the pronunciation. Oh, okay. Karadigan's the county that Aberystwyth's in. Mm-hmm. And very little else. <laughs> Bethan wondered, and this might be a hard one for Tim who doesn't watch things. Bethan wonders what is the best and worst musicals we've seen, and she would like ratings to go with them. Wow. It's a lot of ratings. Have to be a well, quick rate. If we can agree on the worst one, okay. let's just put put. I think we should put start ideas with the worst because it's easier. Um, the worst one, I would go for Grease Two. That was bad. That was that was terrible. <coughs> that was um, pretty mad. I would like to put High School Musical forwards. I hated it. I haven't seen it, but Although I, I, I know it's. Then again, I watched all of Grease Two. I'm sure High School Musical Two is even worse. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen that. I'll be honest. I think my sister quite likes. I know a lot of people do like the High School Musical thing. Including our editor, he would disagree with us on High School Musical. Would he? I think he just enjoyed the insane funness of it, as opposed to thinking it was a good movie, I hope. <laughs> just assume that, okay. I, for well, his sake. For his sake, he just got behind the fun aspect of it. If you're in the right mood. Maybe, yeah. one day. So maybe I'm high on LSD or something. <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying about our editor? I don't know, Steve. Myself, I can't really remember many musicals, maybe because I just don't enjoy them, but I do remember watching Moulin Rouge. Did you enjoy it or did you not like it? Right. So it's neither the best nor the worst. In fact, it is just the only. The only, really, yeah. What would you rate it? Moulin Rouge is good, I would keep, put that up there somewhere near the best. See, I, I'm not over keen on the whole genre of musicals. When people burst into song. We love I music, Tim. I like music. I don't want to hear someone singing the heart out on stage and go, ah, that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I enjoy the film up until they start singing and I switch off. And then they start stop singing. I'm like, oh, right, the story's carrying on. It's and you've missed something in the middle of the song. Yeah, that's just the way I watch musicals. Um, you know what always strikes me is odd on musicals? Okay. How unlike real life it is. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I suppose that's kind of the point. But imagine if life was a musical. You'd be walking along, someone, I don't know, queuing up at the post office or something. Someone cuts in line, and there'd be this whole song and dance of, That's not very nice! You pushed him away! And the whole song and dance number. I'm watching Buffy musical too much. I love the Buffy musical. But it's not a film, so we can't count it in the best. But it is the best musical thing made. Buffy musical's fantastic. Okay, so the worst musical, I want to go for Grease 2. I think that's probably you're probably pretty safe with that. I can't think. She wants us to rate it. Been a while. I'll be honest. I can't really remember it that well. Um, it's rubbish. I'm 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 leaning towards eight. Go with that new record. <laughs> you go with eight percent for Greece two. Yeah. Oh, oh oh actually maybe a bit higher. I did watch the whole thing. It can't have been that awful. Eighteen. Oh nine then. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going for 18. I, I think I couldn't be able to sit through anything that was lower than 15. There have, there have been movies I've walked away through less than halfway through. 
But no, Dan. Wait, really? You tried it? watching Charlie's Angels full throttle two nuts? Yes, I think I threw it between them. It was a worse film. You just take it for its explosions, then. Oh, I just didn't like, enjoy it at all. I like this explosion and the death and stuff, and I like the Tomb Raider movies. 2. Tomb Raider 2 was fun. Is that the one where they went, she went underwater? And I don't know, I only got halfway. Actually, I think I'm about 30 minutes into it and just went, this is. No, some temple. Is that the first one? I think? I think the first one had that cradle of life. Some, I don't know. I that one, I yeah, I think that's the second. I think the cradle of life <coughs> was the second one. Oh. First one was just called Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't get through those ones. So I'd rate those worse. It really put me off very quickly. I saw a Western musical once. Western musical. Was, well, I, I, I only have vague memories of it. People in a western type thing suddenly bursting into song every now and again. And... <laughs> Sounds scary more than anything. I can't remember what it was about at all. <laughs> but I feel it would be harsh to rate it. Yeah, it's Grease 2, 18%. Giles, do you want to make any difference on 18? I only watched half an hour. Not really. <laughs> Let's go for 18% for Grease 2 as the worst musical as a group we've seen. Now for the best musical. I'm sure so... Bethan actually wants me to mention Hairspray. Which was a good film. I enjoyed it. I didn't like it. I didn't it seemed like to be the movie that, he- that High School Musical wanted to be. I don't quite know what that means. But it's like High School Musical, but good. I didn't. I just, there was too many of these crazy old fat women just having them out. You know, one of them was John Travolta, right? Yeah, I couldn't understand the point. I didn't know where they were going. I didn't really. I didn't really feel for the characters. Like when they died, I, I didn't feel any emotion. Who really. died in Hairspray? <laughs> said when they died. They didn't die. When the empty set died. Okay. But the point was, I didn't like it. You didn't like Hairspray. So that's probably not the best one. Um, Moulin Rouge, did you like that? I did. You've not seen it. I think Moulin Rouge was quite good. There is one movie that I have spent a lot of my life berating as not good. And I watched it again in a certain environment and suddenly everything clicked as to why this was a great movie. Sound of Music. It is a good movie. To explain the story, um, a couple of years ago I went backpacking with a bunch of guys, oh. including the editor, and um, they were showing the sound of music. We were in Salzburg, which is where they filmed it and where it's set, and in the youth hospital saying that every night they showed the sound of music. So being in a room with 40, 50 people that were around our, between 18 and 25, roughly, 40, 50 people from all over the world... Singing along at the same time. That sounds very cool. It was bizarre. And well, then when you think about it, it's got people running around in lederhosen, it's got fun, it's got romance, and it's got a bunch of Nazis and children singing mixed into one film. It's not really lacking anything. You even got yeah. death and explosion for you. I, I can't remember the plot. I remember <laughs> lots of children singing. Do, baby, me, do, hey, ba. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that that was it, right? Yes. Would yeah. you like to learn it? Okay. No, no, no. A deer, oh. a female deer, <laughs> Ray. A, well, I'm just going to stop now. I think. Okay. Well, the Simpsons definitely did that. Isn't it? And at the end, they walk over the border into Switzerland <laughs> to escape the Nazis that are coming into Austria, and they're trying to track down the guy. Oh, oh also, and, da- and dancing nuns. What name? <laughs> Explaining the uh, crossing the border bit. They're going over the hill, so I had to make a hill hand motion. 
It's important to make a hilly hand motion when you say over the hill. You try saying over the hill and far away without going like that. Yeah. That's almost a Nazi slur. I'll stop that, given what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, dancing nuns in the film as well. I'd forgotten them. And it spawned a TV show that had John Barrowman in it. What was that? Have you solved a problem like Marina? John Barrowman's in performing in Aladdin in Birmingham for some reason. I don't know why. Um, he's performing in Aladdin in Birmingham in a pantomime, yeah. which involves Daleks. Oh. Well, they have John Barrowman. Didn't so mention that. Daleks. In the newspaper. Daleks are in the, that pantomime. Oh. Um, so yes, I'd like to put forward the sound of music. It is good. It's up there. Can you think of others? We have, you know, there, there is the first Grease, which, no, I don't know. <coughs> not my kind of thing. I thought it was reasonably good in it. Uh, a lot better than the second one. In its own right. It would even get over 50. Didn't, it, didn't it, they release the musical as like an album or Singles were hit. Yeah. Um. So yes, what is the best musical of all time? Should we go with the sound of music? I think. What what kind of rating would you give the sound of music? As a film or a musical? As a film. <coughs> I, th- I was rating Grease two as a film. I don't know. <laughs> the, the the explosions let it down. I you you love the explosions. I mean, the lack of them. There was a few. Mm-hmm. There were some gunfights and stuff. I don't remember that. I just remember children going up and down. There's oh, so was, when I think of it, it mixes in my head with the King and I, just because it's got that crazy bald man and he's running around. You know what I mean? King and I? You are weird. What? How do they mix? They're so mixed. They're basically the same film. They're nowhere near the same. There's this woman and a bald man and a tiger and lots of little children running around. No. <laughs> just because there's a woman looking after some kids. Yeah. That way they mix. The King of Mind doesn't have Nazis being set in, what, China or somewhere? Well, it doesn't have Nazis in... The sound of music doesn't have Nazis in my head. It just has the bald man who's, like, chasing after all the kids and stuff. But... He was a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and give it 78. 78? That's a high rating. Musical, Best right? musical of all time. That is what we're claiming it as. Um, 78. <sighs> I'm going for 76. Hmm? I, I, it's, it's a musical. <laughs> there are certain levels I can't go past. And, you know, it's not like the perfect musical, it's just the best one. Yeah, Because, um, like, I mean, the Buffy musical, if it was a film, because I think Beth and Ask best musical film, best musical episode clearly would be Buffy and would get, like, 95 or something stupid. 90, 76 for, for Sound of Music, so 77 overall. Yep. That's an improvement of 59 over Grease 2. <laughs> there you go, Bethan. You, um, worst, Grease 2, best... What did we say? Sound of music. Yeah. Right, so at this juncture of Lewis making tea, I think it's a, a fair point, a fair time to discuss uh, fair trade tea. What's well, sure fair in the sentence? It absolutely is, yeah. But, um, what's your obsession with fair trade tea? I don't have an obsession with fair trade tea. I don't mind drinking my non-fair trade tea. tea. Well, let's 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 make a metaphor for it. Say one tea was held by uh, um, a farmer, and the other tea was held by another farmer. And to get one of one, you just, you paid them a li- you have to pay both. 
But one, you paid him a little bit and then kicked him in the nuts. The other one, you paid him a lot but didn't kick him in the nuts. Which one would you go for? Exactly. And it's the same thing, except you're not kicking him in the nuts. <laughs> you're, eject- you're subjecting him to a life of poverty instead. How are you subjecting him to a life of poverty? He doesn't get the money he deserves for making the tea. Nowhere near enough. He gets like a penny per thousand. Don't make tea days. then if there's no money in it. It's the same for English farmers. They never get enough money, is it? They don't make tea. <laughs> same principle. They should just make better tea because we're not inspired in competition among the African farmers. Fair tea is better though. Here's why it's the other one because it's cheaper and tight bastard. It's half price this week as well. That's why you got it. <laughs> the point of fair trade is they pay everyone the same. As I've already discussed, it's basically communism. Raised to a <laughs> to a higher tier. It's not basic. The lazy tea farmer makes like it's a, not a lazy tea farmer. Does a couple of hours work, canters about, has tea at midday, sort of doesn't really do anything. Getting paid more than the hardworking farmers across the road who like working twenty four hours a day. Something nice. I mean, it's like charities. It's like I agree with all the work that charities do, but you can't. Give oh, but money this is a way. All the time, because otherwise you end up broke. This is kind of a way of giving to charity and getting something back. Yeah, a nice cup of tea that probably tastes better than that, if you know. 200 years ago, they'd be chasing us around with spears and things, and now we're just giving them money. I've seen Zulu, I know what happens. You have a warped view <laughs> of the world. 14 VCs, the highest amount of any battle. What the VCs? Victoria Cross. Well, impressive. <clears throat> I saw 300, that was a good battle. Yeah, that was epic. So, we need a, a kind of all geek no chic tip on on fair tradedness. Um, what would you say to fair trade? Would you buy fair trade over normal stuff? No. What if they were evenly priced? I would buy normal stuff. Even if they were to the same price. Support priced. capitalism. To support bastardism. <laughs> Tim. I would go for the fair trade stuff. If they were the same price. Because it's more expensive. Uh, and it is more expensive. Under normal circumstances, i.e. me earning money, I would buy the fair trade stuff. That's not normal circumstances. So yeah. What if you ever earn money? No, true. But what I mean is, like, at the moment, I'm a you student. You haven't had a job in your life. <laughs> this is true. But being a student isn't exactly that normal life, is it? Okay, so Fiction. you wouldn't buy fair trade ever. Um, you would support bastardism. Unless it was really, really cheap. Unless it was a lot cheaper than... What if it was Sainsbury's Basics with fair trade? Actually, uh, my bananas are fair trade. There you go, you buy fair trade. Same to his basics. It was £1 for eight. Well, that's reasonably impressive. You would buy them if you weren't living in a bubble. In the Teletubbyland bubble. Yeah. And I do buy it. Mm. There you go. Three different attitudes towards fair tradeness. Arguments well summed up, I thought. Get to email or comment suggestions and abuse to uh, allgeeknochic at uh, gmail.com. Um, visit our website. I might put some more stuff on it at some point. Allgeeknochic.podbean.com. Thank you to our writers in us. Can you yeah, leave? thank you. Thank you for feedback. They're now the elite listeners. The elite. <laughs> if you would like to join the group of elite listeners, you have to give us something to talk about. I'm going to make a page for the elite listeners and have them listed. Next week, we're going to begin with a big surprise for you all. 
It might become a recurring thing. We're quite looking forward to it. So yeah, drop us uh, an email. Talk to us. Um, keep listening. And it's goodbye from Giles. Goodbye to Sword. Dagger to Sword. Goodbye from Tim. Keep it real. Uh, and it's goodbye from me. See you, pals. Some of this might stay in. <laughs>